Hello and welcome to the Real Heroes of E-Commerce. I'm your host, Jason, and this is the next episode in our holiday series, Jingle All the Way. Today we have a great show. Kurt Elster from the unofficial Shopify podcast is here, and we are talking about getting your homepage ready for the holidays and how this is not the season to be subtle. He has been doing this for 10 years, and there's a lot of good ideas here to help you get ready. We will also be continuing the conversation about this and other holiday marketing topics on heroesofecommerce.substack.com. So head over there once you've finished and subscribe. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, Kurt, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. I've, I've heard your show a million times, and so having you here is kind of surreal, but it's really cool. A million times. All right, so we have 430 episodes. So if I do the math, you got to re-listen to a lot of episodes. I'm so sorry that happened to you. They're on the playback loop. I, oh, okay, you just run <laughs> them in the background? Right. That's what I do. It's my own show, just on loop continuously in my home. Just to remind you. <laughs> yeah. I got like 10 Alexa smart speakers just doing it on loop. My wife and children want to murder me. No more, <laughs> no more e-commerce. Oh, that's awesome. So we're um, talking about the holiday season here. How many holiday seasons have you been doing marketing? Have I done how many how many Black Fridays do I have under my belt as an e-commerce marketer? Right. Mm, well, I got to think about that. Uh, well, geez, at least ten, right? I've done because I've been I've been working in. I'm on. Uh, I'll turn forty next year, and I've been working in in e-commerce. Uh, since I was in my twenties and I've been cool. doing Shopify, uh, for, I've been a Shopify partner for about 10 years now. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, like 10 would be, I think the conservative estimate. Are there any one, any year that stood out as like just some stellar year where just everything was different? You know, what's funny is like every year we produce a bunch of content around it to get people inspired and to get them to take action. But like fundamentally, the things that people care about on Black Friday have not changed. Like I I have the excuse to buy. I have people to buy for. I have planned in advance for buying. Just give me the excuse. Be the one that I open my wallet for. That is true of all of them. The exception would be uh, when in 2020, we had to deal with ship again, right? Where's my stuff? What? Uh. And then in 2021, we had to answer that again. And I think in 2022, you're still going to have people wondering, will I get my stuff? And that's always been the case. Like Black Friday, holiday giving is mission critical. I spent the money on the gift. The fun is in giving it to the person and having them open it. And if it shows up late, it really just defeats the purpose, but costs me the same amount, right? So right. I think like we're still going to have to answer for that. I think with uh, inflation... And the economy being a, a hot button issue, being top of mind for people, people tend to s more interested in seeking out deals. So I think those are those are the two standouts this year. Mm -hmm. But like fundamentally, I don't think much terribly changes. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so when we're talking about like fixing up our website to prepare for Black Friday, um, what should some businesses be thinking about to to help out their website. And you said you were going to pull up something from last year. Okay. So I think the, this is a common question is like, how do I promote X? Like, what is the messaging look like? What, 
I understand I have to run a sale. What does that look like in practice? And I think um, merchants, uh, small businesses and newer merchants tend to, they they hold back a little bit, right? I think they there's an idea that subtle is sophisticated and they're like, well, I, I don't want to be boorish, right? Like if I'm at the dinner table, so they're like, all right, let's go around the table and everybody share uh, their annual salary. Like you're not supposed to talk about money and you're not supposed to do a hard sell. And so I think sometimes for early merchants, that translates to a too subtle, soft, soggy, easy to miss Black Friday offer throughout their their marketing and their website. And so I, I hit people over the head with it, I think is the short answer. But all right, so I pulled up uh, in archive.org. If you've not played with archive.org, just a phenomenal resource in which you can use the Wayback Machine. You could look up uh, all kinds of websites on any date, see what they look like historically. And for big websites, it works really well. And so I grabbed just walmart.com from... Uh, which they have Walmart going back to 1996, December 1996. The I didn't even have internet access then. So I've got them from uh, November 28th, 2021. And when you land on the site, first thing they hit you with is a banner that says, final deals almost gone. Now you see them, soon you won't. Black Friday deals for days, shop now. What are they doing there? Well, they're leading with urgency and scarcity. They're like, you gotta buy now because this stuff's running out of inventory and the sale's gonna end soon. So like immediately, we know that's something we should do is um, uh, re-merchandise the homepage and lead with urgency and scarcity. I want like a single giant hero image, or if I have to have a carousel or video, it better be 100% entirely Black Friday promo related. Mm -hmm. And then as we scroll down the page, I think the other thing that's interesting, they have almost nothing that is non-holiday related. Like right under that, it's like, hey, you want to shop for Christmas trees or holiday items? And it's like featured items, featured promos. Right after that, featured collection, tech deals. Right after that, here's some good deals. And it's just like featured categories. And then and Walmart does a lot of personalization. And like I've totally broken that by using archive.org. So that'll be like, hey, here's for you. Black Friday deals for days. And it's three more featured categories. And then right. uh, after that, featured items. More featured promos, two more featured promos says in season gift of tech home gift guide. So they included two gift guides. That's the first non like indirect shopping content. So previously, every single thing is going to take me to a category page or a product page. One of the two, everything until I get halfway down the page is the first time I see something not specifically product related, but it's a gift guide. It's only one step removed right mm -hmm. after that. What do you think they have? And more featured items, trending in games and accessories. And then finally at the bottom, they have, uh, because this was in 2019, it's like, hey, we've got COVID vaccines and COVID tests. All right, so that's <laughs> that dates this a little bit. Um, and then at the bottom, they go sharing our values. Okay, non-shopping related content, but they made it all shopping related. The first thing is like, hey, here's how we participate in the Angel Chi program. Uh, then they have the Spanish language version of the same thing. And then they talk about, hey, here's how like we have products that it appears to imply that they've got some sustainability efforts. And so the and then there's like no footer. It's just gone. It makes it more mm -hmm. of a captive homepage. So the answer is, if I look at your homepage and there is anything on it that does not go to a product or collection and it's not a gift guide, get rid of it. Go in that theme editor, click hide. 
right? Get rid of the darn thing. This isn't that tough, does it? Like, it's easy to overthink it. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the big problems is overthinking it. You know, you have so many options of what you could put on there. And we think about them all the way throughout the year. So when it comes to Christmas time, you kind of try to vary it up a little bit instead of like, like you said, hitting people over the head with it like Walmart did. Yeah, well, it's everyone is the thing is at the time you are when someone visits your website normally you're competing for their attention in a universe of short attention spans and just like infinite creativity. The bar for things that will capture my attention is made extremely high by infinite streaming services, swiping up through TikTok and Instagram reels, right? These things, our phones are meant to addict us to novelty. And so if your website cannot present me with that, it's over. Then that's just on a regular day. That's like the middle of summer. That's what it's like. <laughs> Black Friday rolls around. And, you know, now like we're 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 we got Thanksgiving going on. We're shopping for Christmas trees. There's this delightful moon there. You know, my favorite Christmas movies are going on on the TV. My inbox is exploding with people trying to get my attention. By this point, like Victoria's Secret and related brands have sent me 30 emails in the last 45 seconds. And then your website's going to come along and like be subtle about the deal get out of here with that, right? It's not going to work. You need just beat me over the head with it because that's the signal to noise ratio is not working in your favor here. Mm, interesting. Uh, so when, when customers, when you've, when you think about the customers coming on to a, you know, a holiday themed website, you know, around Black Friday or what's the mindset? What are they looking for in terms of like, deals versus free shipping versus like guarantee on arrival date, those sorts of things. Well, I don't think none of those things are mutually exclusive, right? Mm -hmm. If I land on the site, I think you lead, especially this year, you lead with the deal, right? And it needs to have, I think you need to time box it to create some urgency. Be like, hey, we have X units left or we have there's X time remaining. And it's easy to add inventory countdown um, or countdown timers in general. So now mm -hmm. we've got we're communicating the deal. We're communicating urgency and scarcity. And then on the site, on the page itself, you could add a, a timer, assuming that your fulfillment can live up to this. You could do like on Amazon, they'll be like, order within the next four hours, 32 minutes and 11 seconds for free two-day <laughs> delivery. Well, you can right. do that in your own store, assuming you know what the shipping cutoff time is and you, like, you have faith in it. But even in Shopify, there's reports for that. You could see it. Mm -hmm. um, and in Shopify, they'll do like the processing time you could add now. But certainly there are ways to, to go about and do this. So like you can meet – if Amazon is, is creating that standard and it's tough to compete, well – e-commerce tools are becoming democratized. Like you could absolutely add those same features. Shopify has some of them. Phoenix Commerce will do some of this for you. Hmm. Um, it's, you can you can have your cake and eat it too. You could do all of those things. But for sure, I think communicating the, um, like the expected delivery times is is a benefit because people want to know like, where where's my stuff? When am I getting it? Especially as we get closer to the holiday. And so that's where I would put, um, an announcement bar like, hey, order like uh, order to I, I wouldn't phrase it as like order by X date for X shipping. I'd phrase it as like order today for guaranteed delivery by Christmas. 
And then mm-hmm. you have that up there from like Black Friday to December 10th. Right. Very cool. Um, when it comes to driving traffic to that, do you still try to get people to a themed page like that? Or do you still want people to go more directly to the product page? Well, certainly it depends on the store. I mean, the ideal would be a landing page. Like I love these, or this time of year, you get these direct mail catalogs. So open my mailbox and there'll be like a catalog in there. And, you know, perhaps I'm I'm dating myself because it, it reminds me of my childhood. But I love like the holiday look that they give those catalogs. And so having a landing page that kind of mimics that would be really nice with like, here's our featured deals, especially if you have a larger catalog. Right. Mm-hmm. If you sell 100 items, 1,000 items, we have a store with half a million items. Oh. Um, those are like immediately, okay, what in here is on sale? So surfacing those to the top and giving it that holiday gift-giving look, I think really um, could be very beneficial to you. Now, building a landing page, all right, if you have access to a developer, that makes it much easier. Designer developer, okay, certainly you could task them with that and have them build it for you. If you don't, Maybe there are theme settings that make this possible, or you, know, you could use a, a page builder like uh, Shogun, Zipify Pages, one of those things. Right. Yeah, those are good. So, what are, when you have worked with different, you know, brands in the past, what is a a big worry that people come up to the holidays with? Will Will anyone buy? Right. Like that's the fear. <laughs> is are we going to hit those goals? Mm-hmm. And the well, I mean, do you know why they call it Black Friday? I think that's because when you get out of the red, that's right. And so, for a lot of retailers, especially if you're in like drop shipping and you work on thin margins, the last you know, from Black Friday to Christmas really can make or break your year. And mm-hmm. so, that I think that the top of mind concern for brand owners, merchants, marketers is are we going to hit our goals? And chances are, your goal is like. If you were around last year, what'd we do last year? And then, you know, we tack on a sane percentage to that. I don't know, 10, 15%, whatever you want to do. Um, so like, will you make it? And then, all right, if you do get the orders, and now we have a new problem is, did we have enough inventory? Can we fulfill all these orders? Are we going to be able to ship them? You know, in 2020, you had FedEx go, hey, we could take eight packages, but I have a truckload. Well, we could take eight. That was a thing that happened to one of my clients. And eventually FedEx did was able to to get all the packages. But that was scary. So I was like, all right, am I going to be able to sell? Will I be able to deliver those packages? Will I run out of inventory? Or will I have too much inventory? There is no winning. There, there, you'll have something to worry about, I promise. There will be something <laughs> keeping you up at night. But if it's uh, like, hey, I think all the, you know, the first one, am I going to get sales? That's a bad problem to have. Can I sell it? Can I deliver? Can I fulfill? And did I buy enough inventory? I think those are those are good problems to have because at least you got the sale. Right. If you were worrying about sales at Black Friday, you probably hadn't done that well in the rest of the year either. Potentially. So, what are what are some pitfalls that people step into when they're heading up in Q four? I think absolutely number one is they do not promote enough. I mean, just the, you have to be more direct, more obvious, more clear. You, you, you don't want to be clever. Now is not the time to be clever. You want to be clear and concise in your, your promotional messaging. 
And I think you have to really ramp up the frequency. Whereas like previously, you may be emailing your customers twice a month. Now you're going to be emailing them twice a day. And, oh, but we're going to annoy people. No, you're not because everybody else is doing it too. Like this is the cost of doing business to stay top of mind to surface the brand in the inbox. And truthfully, the content of your messaging does not matter nearly as much as just being there, right? Because it is exists to keep you top of mind. And so I think uh, talking themselves out of the promotion, out of, of making the offer is where people trip themselves up. The other way is like trying to acquire new customers during mm -hmm. this time is probably not going to work real well in your favor. So I would you know, move my budgets toward remarketing. I would focus on acquiring um, or getting uh, past purchasers to buy. Win back campaigns are going to work really well right now. And the other thing I would do is um, really shorten up the the delay times on your um, recovery email. So like browse abandonment, card abandonment, those you want, maybe welcome flows, like where normally it might be 24 hours. Well, now they should probably be like 30 minutes. And you just need right. to get it get it out the door before because they they have there's a finite budget and everyone is competing for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the I don't remember the statistics of last year, but I think it was somewhere around like twelve hundred or thirteen hundred uh, per household was spent on gifts. Um, so thinking about it that way, people's wallets can get empty pretty quick. Excellent. That's what we want. <laughs> right. We need to the, the dollars need to transfer from consumers to e-commerce businesses and then from there out through the associated economy. Mm -hmm. So what about um, offline shopping? Do you think a lot of people will be more back in malls and stuff this year since it's kind of a little bit more open and there's not as much of a fear of COVID? I think we have seen 100 percent. We have seen retail move move back up to where it was previously pre-pandemic and because now there is a now that we we spent some time without it there's some novelty to it so yeah for mm -hmm. sure i would expect retail sales to go up but like pre-black friday you know i think it, in 2019 we we went to the mall on black friday and i was i was shocked at at how dead it seemed i think this year uh if we go it will be be quite a bit different a lot busier this year. I think it'll be busier. Mm -hmm. So any final advice to give to some store owners as they walk into Q4? I think the the natural inclination is to focus on just straight discounting. And that's what consumers want. But the catch to that is like a 10% discount does not look interesting. 15% does not look interesting, right? You have to raise raise those percentages. And what you'll notice is like big box retailers do this by we two weeks in advance, suddenly all prices go to retail, like full retail, where they normally never sell at that price anyway. Now they're right. at full retail, then they mark it down from that. And so it's to try to extend the look of that percentage. But you don't necessarily have to do pure straight discount. That's just like, all right, let's take that profit and set it on fire. Instead... <laughs> You can offer, um, like maybe you offer, you don't offer free shipping or your free shipping is like 150 bucks. You could do, hey, this weekend only, all orders ship free. Or you could do um, like international uh, orders ship free on orders over 100 bucks. Or, hey, get um, spend 50 bucks and we'll give you free 
overnight shipping on this. You can use shipping as one of your incentives. Mm -hmm. um, the other one I love, love, love is free gift with purchase. And it works particularly well if the free gift with purchase is an exclusive. And so the example that I've, I've seen work several years in a row now is, is Hoonigan, this apparel lifestyle brand for um, car nuts like myself. Mm -hmm. And they, they'll do um, like, hey, we have a custom lapel pin made and you can't buy it normally. And there's a different one each day. And you will just give it to, you make any purchase, you'll get the lapel pin. And so you see people making multiple purchases, right? And getting this this free gift with purchase, but then you don't have to discount the brand. And now like if I combine it with like 10% off free shipping on or all orders and a free gift with purchase, wow, you could see where that could have a significantly positive impact on my conversion rate and average order value. Also, if you're going to do straight discounting, do it tiered. Be like, all right, all orders are 10% off. But if you want 50% off, you got to spend 500 bucks. You want 25% off, you got to spend 150 bucks. Like you could tie the discount to a spend tier. And then that helps bump up the average order value. Right. Kind of combining those different tactics kind of just piles on everything and pushes people closer. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it doesn't, my point is it, it doesn't have to be just like a straight, uh, all, you know, the entire 50% off store wide. That will absolutely move inventory if that's your goal but it may not do it profitably. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was really good. Um, so what is on your Christmas list this year? Oh, man. I just asked my mother-in-law for a... I need a new pizza peel. I make homemade pizza. I picked this hobby up during the pandemic. I'm getting really good at it. I'm at, like, restaurant quality, but I got to get... I need a better pizza peel because I have this wood one. And it's too thick. Like I need, I need the real thin steel pizza peel. Do you use one of those pizza ovens? No, I have um, uh, I have a pizza stone, and I put that in my grill, and then I can get the stone to six hundred degrees. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, but like the pizza ovens will do, like the brick pizza oven with the wood. You can get those to eight hundred easy. Yeah, yeah, that's actually on my list. I want to get one of those uni pizza ovens. Oh, those are very nice. Um. We also, one of our clients is chicagobrickoven.com and they've got quite a variety and some nice ones. I'll have to check those out. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, oh you, got your, you guys are too kind. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Let's continue the conversation together. I know that you'll have some opinions, ideas, and questions. So we set up a members only area just for that. Go to heroesofecommerce.substack.com and subscribe and join the after party. We'll see you next time.